listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 169 for November 30th, 2017. This week, we talk about smart condoms, shows we hate to love, substitute smartphones, conspiracy theories, lack of motivation, and getting the flu. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Oh. 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 Are you okay? No. I mean, that's a relative question. Just like, okay, in general. That's an opinion, not a fact. That is, yeah, that is an opinion. That's what Sam just said to me when I told him my voice sounded great when I was testing my mic. So, you know. Send us your uh, comments like on, Joe's, on Joe's voice. via. <laughs> no, please. I don't need any more comments. Period. About oh. my life. Uh-oh. Are people Period. In, period. End of oh. sentence. No, nobody's saying anything. Just, you know, YouTube overload for the past decade. Uh, For the past decade. That sounds about right, honestly, for you. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, Happy not Thanksgiving, because last week it was Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, it was. How was your Thanksgiving extravaganza in um, the Big Apple? It was good. Um, It was probably like the best Thanksgiving meal I've ever had because my grandma usually makes it for us. And I'm not not hating on her meals. You know, it's just Um, uh, different. It's well, she started making like lemon pepper chicken instead of turkey. I don't know. It's we have lemon pepper Thanksgiving, Hmm. uh, which is good. It's delicious. Just like you can have lemon pepper chicken on a Friday night. Yeah, I don't think my family has ever, like, uh, made a turkey turkey. Oh. So, yeah, like, they just, they never did that. I think maybe on my dad's side, they do, they've done a turkey for Christmas a few times, but... It was it was fun, and I got to participate. You? I helped peel some potatoes. <gasps> Did you peel your hands off? Almost. Mm. I peeled some radishes the other night, and like you know, you're, you should like wear gloves when you peel radishes because mm-hmm. they like because they're like you're bleeding and, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, it looked like I cut my hands up, but I didn't. Oh, that's a shame. We have a peel. They have a peeler. You know, not with a knife or anything. Oh, yeah. Like a vegetable peeler. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're so fancy. You aren't using twigs and rocks to cook your vegetables (laughs) or whatever. I know. I know. And it was great. We spent it with a couple of Justin's friends. We stayed there two nights. Um, They've got a little one year old. And she's at that age where she's like. She can't talk yet, which is great. She's like, she can say <laughs> apple and that's great. it. It's great. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but like, she's a, she's a very well-behaved, quiet child. She's oh, like I love the kid. Those. Yeah. She's like the kid you would want. You like can play with her. You can give her your phone and she just like will be quiet. You know? Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. How about you? How was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving, I was sick. I had the flu. <laughs> So, oh my god, did you not get a flu shot? Um okay, so I a I didn't get a flu shot because I went to Costco. Okay, well my um I'm still Uh-oh. under insurance under my parents because I'm still like 12 years old, but even my parents insurance is like shitty enough where they don't cover the cost of a flu shot for some weird reason. So I have to pay out of pocket, which isn't the biggest deal. It's like $45, but like that's not a good incentive to me to get like for me to get to Walgreens or whatever and just get one. But I was shopping at Costco with my mother. And I was like, oh, shit, they have flu shots here. I should get one. And I walk up to the people. I'm like, hey, I want a flu shot. And they're like, oh, well, our we have a new computer system. And I was like, and? And they were like, and we don't have any flu shots today, which I feel like is a lie. I feel like they just didn't want to give me a flu shot because they like didn't know how to like enter me to their database. 
So I tried and they fucking denied me because they're homophobic. And then I, I oh, never. Oh, sure. It's always that, honestly. Spread I, the rumor right here, right now, honey. They're homophobic. They were. <laughs> and also spread your flu ridden body around. Well, the thing know. is, is I didn't want to I didn't want to spread my flu ridden body um, to my like mm. 86, 96 year old grandparents. Oh, and good so idea. I voted to just stay home, um, hang out in bed. But my parents were so nice because they brought me back like a plate of food, a plate of like turkey and mashed potatoes. Aww, and that's I was like, sweet. thank you guys so much. But yeah, I was like, it wasn't like uh, throw up flu. It was more like nauseous, coughing up phlegm sort of flu. Right. Not like a stomach flu, like no. the actual flu. Like, yeah, like it was, um, it was gross. So I'm still getting over it. I'm still, I mean, I'm always nasally on the podcast, you guys. I don't know why you listen to me in particular, but um, yeah, I, I'm getting over it. But I had a good Thanksgiving because I got to have some leftovers and I got to hang out with my family, just not my extended family. But I'll, you know, like we said last week, Thanksgiving and Christmas are so close together. I'm going to see them for round two uh, for Christmas. So I, I still get that experience eventually. I believe uh, Walgreens has free flu shots. Really? I got mine at Walgreens this year, and so did my dad. And I don't think we... I definitely don't have the best insurance. Mm -hmm. And um, I expected to pay like $35 at least. I thought I saw a sign or something, but maybe I didn't. But it was free for me and free for my dad. And I guess my mom got one there too. Well, so so the only information that I'm getting this off of with my insurance is my mother. My mother told me Mm. that she couldn't, that it wasn't free for our insurance plan. And I just assumed that was the case. I haven't gone because... I looked it up. I looked up my plan online and there's nothing that says that I'm excluded from that. Like if I if I went into a doctor's office and got a flu shot, it's completely covered. So I'm like, why wouldn't it be covered if I just went to Walgreens and got it done? I just need to do it it's and bite so the bullet. Up. I don't it's, know. It is the hardest system to understand. So In I don't the entire universe. You. I'm going through my yearly healthcare nightmare. Hellscape. Right now. Can we just talk about how they make you sign up for healthcare at the literally the worst part of the year? You're already like you stressed with the holidays. Super stressed with the holidays. Everything's winding down. I'm trying to get everything ready for like tax season. I'm mm-hmm. also trying to get like plane tickets to go home. And then it's like, oh, also you have to get all these forms together so you can like have health insurance next year. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a disaster. I was on I've been on hold the past two days, a total of like probably an hour and a half. Oh my with god. Different health insurance companies mm-hmm. it is ridiculous and it, since i moved to a different state that's a whole issue and this isn't even a state i don't know what the district of columbia is you, you don't even district. know where you are right now i don't even know where i am i don't even know if i'm technically in the united states anymore I, you know i don't know who knows what is the united who states knows? where are you who are you who's justin i don't know time is relative mm-hmm. we're know? all gonna die Think about it. But uh, you're you're going to die sooner because you can't get any goddamn health insurance. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably the truth. Well, I it, was I was tweeting about it and I was like, it is so hard mm-hmm. just to get the basic coverage to keep you alive in this country. And this it's not the same for everyone. Like, of course, I'm self-employed. I have to get my own insurance and I'm also like poverty level, apparently. So I there's. I'm trying to get tax credits, but sometimes they want to put me on Medicaid. But mm-hmm. then it's like it's 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 so extremely complicated. And I just wish here's what I wish. I wish everybody in the United States had to do it the way I do it. Because yeah, because then they would change it immediately. Then they would change it. It would implode. The system would implode because there are a lot of people who have to do exactly what I do. Yeah, like, millions of people. But none of them are in our government. Mm-hmm. Those are I'm paying for their health insurance, mm-hmm. you know, like that's 
the situation there. Yeah. Maybe they can pay for mine. Yeah. You know? That, that, wouldn't that be so nice? Well, it's interesting to <laughs> wouldn't me. Wouldn't that be something? Hearing always, I, I, I like hearing about, I mean, I don't like that you're always fucking struggling with this health insurance shit because mm-hmm. it's awful. But I always like hearing about your struggles because it's it's a reminder that like the ACA doesn't work for you. Like it, it, it made the the Affordable Care Act made the situation for you worse and more complicated when it should have made everything a lot less complicated and it didn't for you. Well, I wouldn't say it's see, it's 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 a little hard for me to compare because I was only briefly on my own insurance plan before Obamacare started. Okay. And like the downsides of that were like, you know, they say the pre-existing condition stuff, mm-hmm. which I have some and I was never kicked off of it. So I like I don't I'm I don't know if I would fall into that category of like being at risk of being kicked off yeah. pre-Obamacare insurance. But I did pay less than what I pay now. Yeah. Even like with the tax credit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also had dental back then. I don't have dental insurance now because mm-hmm. I just can't afford it. And it's like, oh my God, it's a nightmare. Like having to to like guess your income every year when your income varies so much. Yeah. It's, it's a nightmare. It's, it's complicated. It makes it. And then it's like, if you guess wrong, like you have to pay back some stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. It's It definitely made it more complicated. I will say that. But the tax credits are good. It's just, and there are a lot of good things about it. It's just, it just, it's, it's exhausting, and it's it's not fully fixed. It's a band aid on a broken system. There, that's a, there you go. It's a band aid on a broken system. Well, I'm glad oh. that you're sort of figuring it out. I'm very very glad that the ACA allows me to be under my parents' insurance until I'm 26 because I'm turning 24 in December, and I'm just like the time's oh, ticking know. before I uh, get kicked off, and I you know actually live under a bridge and. That's not you're going to, honey, you're going to be on Medicaid. I can tell you that. Oh, much. yeah, girl. I am ready. <laughs> Embrace it. OK, mm-hmm. I'm ready Good for shit. that. Well, Medicaid's awesome. Like the, the coverage is, awesome. is amazing. But the problem is that you have to be in you have to be impoverished. Essentially yeah, yeah. To have it. So it's like, you do. Oh, OK. And it's like different for each state, too. Like yeah. I could not be on Medicaid in Arkansas, but I meet the requirements in other places. And so it's like. Ugh, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. It's just, and then other states are just like their Medicaid programs are pretty shitty, too. So. Yeah. In Montana, Montana was one of the states that um, that opted for the Medicaid expansion. So I don't have to be like um, mentally ill to have Medicaid, even though I like have depression mm. or whatever. But like it's just it's a poverty level thing instead of like a like um, mental capacity level thing. So I'm mm-hmm. qualified for Medicaid when I turn 26 if I'm still making like. Just my just barely getting by, like impoverished and you know millennial life. Um, but oh my god, I just I can't wait until we live in a world where we can go to the doctor when we're sick and we don't have to like gauge whether we're going to go into bankruptcy if we get a fucking flu shot or something. It's true. One it's of these so days, true. maybe before I die, we'll see. Hmm, who knows? I hope you never have to go through this. I hope. I you hope don't. no one. I, I. It sucks that you have to go through it, and you have to go through it every year because things keep changing, and also you keep moving. But also, you need to like redo it every year, regardless, right? Yeah, it's easy. It would be a lot easier, honestly, if I stayed in one place, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I move a lot, and so I feel I'm like I'm vic- familiar. I'm not going to victim blame. <laughs> I feel like I. Uh, I probably know more about how our healthcare system works than, than like most people, people in the government right now. Yeah. Like I, they don't deal with this side of it. They read about it and probably half of them don't read the bills that they signed in the first place or they vote on in the first place. So mm-hmm. it's I 
Justin said I should run. He said I should run. <laughs> Just what do you mean, run for government or run away? Honey, run for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, if he means run away from America, I support Uh-oh. you 100. percent Run away. Uh, he meant run for office. I mean, I don't know what office. He didn't specify. He said I should run the principal's office. Maybe he did mean run away. Okay, I didn't ask him. Maybe okay. he was telling you that like it's over. You need to run away from Justin. <laughs> you need to run away right now. <laughs> you need to get, get out, out of my out life. Here. I made a mistake, Joe. You get need out. to get out, of, get out of our apartment. <laughs> oh lord. Oh. Well, I'm glad you're you're making through it. You're making it through because um, the holiday season is horrifying. But I want to start this podcast off on um, a different note. We got an email from some name Antoine because last week I was talking about you know my ignorant American ass about like the difference between Quebecois French and France French and we got a yeah. really good email about it so Antoine I hope you don't note or like hope you don't mind me reading this but I'm gonna read this out loud because I feel like it explains things way better than my puny little ass could ever um, say it so I'm just gonna read it he says hey guys just writing my first email to you I'm feeling real fancy doing this by the way to clarify the Quebecois versus France French issue that was discussed on the last podcast to make a long fucking story short Quebecois is the accent that French people have had before the French Revolution the distance separating the two linguistic zones and their respective historical backgrounds the attempted assimilation of the um, Quebec province into the whole of English Canada made them evolve differently as language does but Quebecois stayed pretty close to what pre revolution French sounded like. Ultimately, we do understand each other because it's still French. Um, A few culturally different words don't change the basic understanding of the French grammar and syntax, but that's just me. Source, I hang out with a bunch of linguistic folks at a Quebec university, but I'm a translation major because I want a job. Sorry if this email was so long and if you didn't care, LMAO. Girl, I cared. I absolutely love listening to the podcast and it is without a doubt the highlight of my week with love, Antoine. So now we know. Oh my fake Lord. news. Fake, fake news. The only language is American. And uh, <laughs> that's it. There you go. Congratulations. Quebecois. Is that how you say that? Quebecois. I feel like if you. Quebecois. Because I feel like in America, people Quebec-quois. just say Quebec, like Q-W-E-B-E-C. But I feel Quebec. like. Quebec. But it's it's pronounced Quebec, right? But I feel like an asshole when I say Quebec. Instead of Quebec. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. I feel like I'm just an asshole. I just always feel like an asshole, so it doesn't matter. I I saw a French movie this past week called Blue. Was it Amelie? Oh, no. No. Uh, No, but the actor looked almost identical to Amelie. Like a male version of Amelie or a... Or, oh no! Well, I say I I'm trying. I try to say actor for both male and oh, female. Oh, make it make it gender neutral. Yeah, gotcha. So uh, it was a female actor, mm. and uh, she, she looked a lot like Amelie. Maybe it was about, everyone in France looks like Amelie. You know, I've seen quite a few French movies, and they have um, the actors always have this unique sort of facial expressions that they do that I feel like are very unique to French people. Okay. Like it's this look in the eye and it's like, it's a, it's a little, it's a little hint of like sadness that they can portray. Mm. That's very interesting. The movie of course was very sad. It was called blue. Mm. Um, And I think there's one called red and there's one called white. They're all like in a series. I love colors. I love colors. Show these movies to your to children. Okay? Oh yeah, I'm sure that's where where would where did Perfect. you see these movies? Were they on Netflix? What what, what was it even about? Uh, Justin owns them. I think they're famous. Okay. I don't know. This it's the same director. He did like all three. They each have like a color palette. Mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't know. So something, 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 something. The others colors. might. I don't know if the others are even in French. So. Oh my God. Well, I mean, it's a good movie. Hello, I am Amelie. My question to you is: Have you um, tied Justin down and forced him to watch Amelie with you? Oh yeah, we've watched it a couple times together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like that he he can't really love you unless he knows your your Amelie problem. I think he'd seen it before the mm-hmm. relationship, but um, like I don't know if he'd seen it the whole way through. But oh, he for okay. sure has now, and I was able to like point out all the you know inconsistencies. Like you watch it with me, you're just like you're watching the director's cut. Yeah, it's you like because you directed Amelie. Basically, honest. At this point, you might as well have. I emotionally directed it. <laughs> all your emotions are inside <laughs> of that DVD. It's, it's true. like you're haunting it, but you're still alive, barely. Well, maybe not for long with the healthcare system. Oh God, oh, Jesus! Um, what have you heard about? No, this new smart condom. Uh, it's always these like weird sexual like smart <laughs> devices with you. I like sex gadgets. I mean, honestly, they interest I don't blame me you. to no end. They like tying a sex gadget, like linking it with a smartphone, fascinates me. That mm. this is like what we're building with our technology well okay so my question before you like give me the information on this article is this smart condom compatible with your new google home oh i don't know yet i don't i don't think so okay but i don't i'm not yet Mm. i bet i could like do some workarounds though oh i love a workaround Uh, yeah yeah i've got my home mini have i talked about it before well you talked about how you think that the google home is spying on you which i feel like is a good step in the right direction but i don't think that you talked to us about how like your experience what you use your google home mini for do you know you can go into the app and like listen to the things it's recorded you saying yeah yeah there's a history of everything there and you can like go through it it's weird it's weird. Anyway, it's called the icon. Mm. Like I condom. You oh, know. wow. So what um, an tracks, icon. What an icon. It tracks <laughs> intimate data. Um, it's made by a British company. It kind of looks like a Fitbit. It's does. It's not a real condom. It looks a little more like a cock ring. Like okay. it's a, it doesn't like hold your balls in it too. It just goes around the base of your penis from what okay. I understand. It's literally a Fitbit um, for your dick. A dick bit. Basically, and it sends sexual data to an app on your phone. It's adjustable. It's an adjustable band. Mm-hmm. It can measure the velocity of your thrusts. Oh. The total duration of your sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like calories burned and it's beta testing, uh, tracking, like tracking the positions that you use. That you Interesting. have sex in. Um, it's claims. Well, first of all, you can share this data with your friends, with your family. Mm-hmm. That's, you can that's also, who I want to, you know, send this data to. I'm going to send <laughs> exactly. this to my grandma. It's like, hey, grandma, why don't you want to look at my dick bit? Well, if she's leaving you a lot of money, that might be the, you know, how to hit the hammer that last nail in the coffin. Yeah, you know? to make her have a heart attack. And then there you go. Inheritance. Exactly. Uh, you can also anonymously access your stats and compare them to other icon users worldwide. So oh, you could top see 10 like, things hey. I never want to do, compare myself with someone else in bed. You could be like, hey, the British don't last as long as the Americans. What? Oh, God. I, I just starting a rumor here, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, just, just here with the fake news. <laughs> um, okay, it says it's it's not a real condom, weren't on top of it. Um, oh, and it also claims to be able to it's capable of detecting chlamydia and gonorrhea. What? It says there's an LED that will emit a purple light if STIs are present that we can identify. Interesting. 
That is interesting. But I feel like if your dick's already in someone and the light goes off, you're like, uh. nah. <laughs> like, isn't it too late at that point? I'm. That's weird. It's like, are there are there at home gonorrhea chlamydia tests you can do? I didn't think so because like, I've, I've had to get chlamydia heard. tests. Before. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten chlamydia and gonorrhea <laughs> tests before, and I was like, I don't think there's I have like to a go home in. thing. Yeah, I had to. You have to. I had to like order them. Yeah, yeah, you, spe- so you special order them off of Amazon. You do. You special um, order all those. You you can special order those tests. Like there's like the STI check like dot com or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and you can like pick which ones you want to get tested for. You go into a lab and they send you your results the next day. Exactly. But I'm like, is there a home dick swab test for those? Let's check home chlamydia. God, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. way too good at spelling chlamydia. First of all, first of I'm all, I'm way too good at. It. Yeah, that says a lot <laughs> about you, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm an expert. I was typing something on my phone the other day and my autocorrect, I, I was trying to type like change or something. Mm-hmm. Like something that started with a C-H and it like autocorrected to chlamydia. And I was like, uh. Mm, it's like you talk about it all the time or something. Uh-oh. I want to say that I almost spelled gonorrhea right when I just Googled it, but there's only one N in gonorrhea. Oh, come on, Sam. I tried. <sighs> come on. It looks like there's a mail-in kit. Test okay. in just five minutes. It's a home test. I don't know. It, I don't know. Just got a Planned Parenthood. Honestly, yeah, support your local Planned Parenthood. Have an old woman, you know, swab your dick hole for a little bit, and then hopefully you don't have chlamydia or gonorrhea. Is that, <laughs> Why is it an old woman? <laughs> no, that, all of my experiences at Planned Parenthood, whether she's swabbing my butthole or swabbing my dick, it's always this, like, 65-year-old woman. For okay. some reason. Mine is literally that too. Oh, okay. So it's okay. She, I'm glad that yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we're not alone here. The two planned parenthoods I've been to have both been elderly. Uh but like super like not what you expect from looking at them. Mm-hmm. Like not that you should judge someone when you first look at them, but yeah. like you would look at them you'd be like, "Oh, you're going to like, you know, tell me to keep the baby or something." Oh yeah, no. And, and she's like, "Drop no, your drawers." Like, and I'm like, "Here we go." They're like, <laughs> "Oh, how's your how's your sex life? How many things are have you, you put are up you a there? receptive partner?" I love that question. It's like, "Do you it's, give or receive?" <laughs> it's like, so "Honey." Quirky. Oh, honey. It's like I give while receiving. Yeah, it's like it's I a, give to the Lord. Gift. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm giving a gift. Yes, exactly. It ain't because it ain't easy being cheesy, honey. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm on a uh, mylabbox.com. Apparently, there's a chlamydia and gonorrhea home test. Um, but you have to like mail it in, don't you? Also, it's like eighty dollars. And now I saw that I was like, uh, at a Planned Parenthood. Well, maybe it's. I don't. I'm curious if it's cheaper if you have no insurance to get one of these home tests rather than going into like Planned Parenthood. But I, I'm sure they have like assistance programs there. There are a lot of like free gay clinics. There's one in D.C. called uh, was it Whitman Walker Walker Whitman? Oh yeah. And like you just they have days out of the week where they will do free testing god bless holy shit and you just go in you don't even have to be lgbt it's just it is a like an lgbt clinic sort of thing Mm -hmm. but anyone can go in oh those Um, are so nice it's just like you know an obvious safe space for lgbt people all the people who were working there were um lgbt which was oh i love that yeah, a safe really, space really for nice. my chlamydia ridden dick. <laughs> God bless. Oh, Lord. What a world. So, what were what we talking about? We were talking about that uh, smart condom. Smart condom. So, it, does it have a price? Well, you said it was like in a beta test phase right now, right? 
So it says um, it released the first images of it, 59.99 pounds. Mm. Hey, Google, how many dollars is 59 pounds? One United States dollar is approximately four euro cents. What? Um, I gave you euros instead of USD. What's the fucking point of this thing? Also, on my you desk? just made so many people's Google Homes go Uh-oh. off right now. Oh I'm just my god, I realized that. You know, in a vid- in a Mario Odyssey Let's Play, I did a boo boo. Uh, you know, hey, doo-doo. hey, booble. Hey, hey, booble. <laughs> That's probably. Oh god, still... it activated. Never yeah, mind. No. Never oh, mind. We're so sorry. Oh no. God, apparently, response to booble. <laughs> I remember, okay, I remember there was a fake, there was a fake Google website back in the 90s called Booble, and I don't remember if it was a porn search engine or something, but my dad thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Booble.com, it still, (laughs) it still exists. Booble.com. Is it porn? What is it? It says adult search engine, live cams, video on demand, free porn videos, DVDs, porn reviews, and more. Porn reviews? Let's do a Porn's Reviews podcast. Well, have you ever heard PornForTheBlind.com? No, I think you've told me about it before, but I've never experienced it myself. I mean, it's probably problematic because I think it's funny, but because um, it probably helps a lot of blind people get off. But it's people, it's this, um, it, you just volunteer, you can do whatever, but you essentially just um, describe what is happening verbally in a porn video that you're watching, and then you upload it to the site, and then... Then you just described porn for the blind. It's been around for a long time. But regardless, we do need to do a porn review. What would, what porn would you review? Like, do, do we did it? Like, is it out of like 10 stars? Is it out of like 10 dicks? Like, how do we rate this? I have so many questions. I don't know. I think that the rating system would be, I think it'd be relatively easy. I think you could just say a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Well, it says on... Or how many fingers in the butthole? Yeah, how many know? fingers? That's five this... fingers in my ass. That's a fist out of a fist out of five. Um, <laughs> I give it a full fisting. Um, so new porn reviews right now. It says um, big tit round asses got an 84.8 out of 100. Um, uh, let's see. Bang pass got a 95 out of 100. And cum shot oasis which is my stripper name, got a 73.2 out of 100. So Cumshot Oasis got like a C. Um, I feel like like a porn would have to be really bad to get a bad, like I feel like even a bad porn would still get a high rating. Right, because it's like, it's still porn. It's porn, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly, how do you rate this? Like, how easy you got off? Like, if you got off at all? Like, I guess so, but I would not want to tell people that. Yeah, exactly. Also, I feel like I would rather, okay, obviously I'm not blind, so. What? Okay, it's true. (laughs) The rumors are true. Um, I think I would rather just listen to a porn a porno mm-hmm. then have someone describe it to me because then you still get the moaning you hear the moaning yeah because i feel like that's, I a, that's a big part of pornography is the sound yeah and i don't necessarily want like i hate storylines and porns like, <laughs> oh yeah so same girl. awful none like, of them are good oh hey honey it's big sausage pizza like honey it's so the acting is so bad mm. and i know that and it's like not the point of the porn yeah and so it's like why put it in there at all yeah, exactly. Like, like what's the point? Like, just point, get into the fucking when I open up the video. Like, yeah. we are on borrowed time. Come on. <laughs> Literally. Like, I'm busy these days. Exactly. Okay? I need I need to go to bed. Like, come on. Let's, sure. let's do this. 
Like, I don't need, you know, a big storyline about how you're in class or whatever. Just like, just fuck the teacher already. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, so Boobble.com still exists. That's where we were here. All right. I'm not going to promote it. You can promote it all you want. Well, we need but, any sort uh, of sponsor we can get, Joe. And I'm just trying I to grasp it for fucking straws. Okay? really don't think it's going to be Boobble. <laughs> they look like, I saw the site. It looks like they need their own money. Yeah, so. it looks like that it's a scam. They look like it. You're, you go to Boobble.com, prepare to get some spyware. The chlamydia oh, no. of the computer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Speaking of fiddling with things. Oh, fiddle fiddle on my roof. That's a horrible, um, ew, horrible. No. Oh, God. Um, we talked about these substitute smartphones before, I think. Okay. They were just, when it was, uh, do you remember there was one made that was just like a slab? Oh, yeah. And, it and it's was like just you just like, hold it to like reduce anxiety when you don't have your phone. Right, it's just like the weight of your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a new one out. I don't know if this is made by the same person. There's a new brick to hold. But this one has like things. It's You know those fidget cubes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the ones where there's like... There's like something to click or something to scroll on yeah. every side of this little cube. And it's, you know, just a, when you want to fidget. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was designed by an Austrian designer named Schillinger. Clemens Schillinger. Oh, Clemens. Uh, it's called the Substitute Phone. I believe there are five different iterations of it. They're made out of black plastic and they have stone beads embedded into the surface. Okay. And these uh, are supposed to replicate actions that you would do on your phone. So it says uh, scrolling, pinching, or swiping. So like, it'll be like a row of these marbles. Mm. And like, they're all, you know, attached. You can like move your finger across. It's something to scroll, basically. It's something to scroll. It's something to swipe and something to like hold on to. And it's supposed to be for like, um, uh, if you're like addicted to your phone, it's like Mm. a coping mechanism not having your phone with you. Mm. Um, they're not for sale yet. Apparently, his website says they're coming soon, but uh, they were featured in an exhibition for Vienna Design Week. I bet these are going to be so fucking expensive for being just a piece of black plastic with a marble in it. They well, they look like weighty to me, mm. and also they like something about the way they look. Have you seen them? Um, no. I'll what are they called? This link right here. Okay. Uh, well, here's the link. It's called just the substitute phone. I was soon if you type oh, they look that so in minimalistic. with like I know. Doesn't it look like fancy? Yeah. If iPhone made a brick that wasn't a phone. They could probably sell these for like $500. Honestly, well, that, that's my question. Is like, I bet you anything. It's it's Austrian design, which makes it makes me think it's bougie and fancy. And those look like like marble, actual marbles made out of marble in the middle. Um, so I'm assuming well, this costs about as much as a regular phone. It looks like it looks like modern art. Yeah, modern art. Modern art. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone's going to be holding these in the MoMA now or at the Louvre. Louvre. Larve. Louvre. Louvre. I don't know. French French people come at me again, please. Louvre. I need help. Um, Um, So there's no price on this, right? No price right now. Okay. I think I would. I hate how much I hold my phone. Yeah, same. Because it's huge. We both have the Pixel XL. Mm hmm. It doesn't fit in my front pocket, mm-hmm. so I'll put it in my back pocket, and then it sticks out. Mm. And, like, I kind of hate it sticking out because I'm, like, afraid someone's going to steal it all the time. Oh, yeah. And so, like, when I'm grocery shopping or walking down the street, it's always in my hand. Gotcha. And it, like, I hate how much I hold it because having it in my hand makes me, like, check the screen every block. Yeah, if it's already in your hand, you're going to use it. 
Yeah, like I'm always, always on it when I'm not home, mm-hmm. and I hate that. So, well, it would, oh, but but then I don't know what I would do with my phone while I was holding this thing. See, this is such a skinny person problem for you because you because I have a wide ass, and so I have bigger pockets in my jeans. And, and you, so well, you also have male jeans. You that's uh, that's also a big part jeans. of it. I'm not wearing yeah. double zeros and women's. Um, but yeah, so I can I can fit my Pixel XL in my back pocket completely. And it's, mm. it sits there. But regardless, um, since, nice. it, it's, since it's so like a chilly out usually here in Montana, I usually have a coat or a hoodie on. And so yeah. I usually have my phone in like my hoodie pocket. But still, I feel like it's in my hand when my hand's in my pocket, like my kangaroo pocket or whatever. And so I still have it in my hand. And so I'm still going to check it all the goddamn time. Yeah. You know? So I don't know what the goddamn solution is. And if I had one of these, if I had one of these fake phones to prevent me from using my real phone, where am I going to put that? Like what I like what I rather hold a fake slab of metal or plastic to prevent me from using my real phone or would I rather just hold my real phone like I don't I don't really know what the what the thing is here. Don't you ever want to like throw your real phone at someone? Oh, totally. Yes. All the time. That, this would be like a good substitute for that. I yeah. Feel it's like. like pretend your phone's a boomerang, but you don't have to like actually throw your $900 phone. You throw your fake like, phone because they're not when you're. It. When you're walking across the street and someone like honks at you and you're like, like, you you have the right of way. Mm -hmm. I just want to like throw this through their windshield. How's the driving in D.C.? Like, how's the traffic and the like, are people really aggressive drivers in D.C.? I feel like people are really aggressive drivers all over this country. Okay, Like, I I feel like. Every time I've moved somewhere or been somewhere new, people talk about how bad the traffic and the drivers are. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's the worst here. And mm. I'm like, that's what everyone's everywhere says. Yeah, everyone. It's kind of like, yeah, it's true. everyone is always like, oh, the weather is so weird in Arkansas all the time. And then you move to like Illinois and they're like, oh, the weather's so weird here all the time. And it's like, the weather's just weird. It's yeah, fucked the weather, up because we changes. fucked up the world. Yes. We fucked up the planet and now we're fucked. So that's why the weather's weird. And we're also... All the all the straight males in this nation are angry, and they're the that's the why traffic's bad. And hashtag facts. <laughs> you come here for the real news. We teach them the only emotions they can have are anger, anger. and so they're mad. And anger so, and sexual frustration. Yeah, I guess so. Anger and like dominance. <laughs> and that's yeah. Oh my god. Uh, what was that's I? What problem. was I saying? Oh, the traffic. I was trying to talk about something very easy to talk about, but you know what? Honey, I'll flip that script on you so fast. Flip we'll be that talking house. About oh, speaking of flipping houses, Joe. Patriarchy. Okay. Uh-oh. So you, Property Brothers? Yes. So I was it last week, did you... I, I can't remember things that you've told me on or off air. So I don't remember if you talked to the listeners about how you're like going through like 10,000 seasons of Property Brothers right now. I don't think I've talked about it in the podcast, but okay. even if I have, I'll talk about it again because I'm addicted to the Property Brothers. Okay, you are okay. Before we even jump into this, um, after visiting my mom, my mom is also addicted to Property Brothers. <gasps> um, but she's also addicted to like Long, Long Island Medium and Dance Moms and stuff. So I feel like you're like one step away of becoming an actual white mom. So I'm just preparing you for that. Um, in the future. I just want to, yeah, I'm not into dance moms and like that other stuff yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't turned into that yet. This is just like on my, I take like a lunch break these days where like I I try to do all my recording in the morning, my editing in the afternoon, and I'll like take a break for lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, it's just property brothers. They soothe me. Ooh, okay. 
they're like the perfect duo. I feel like they are real. Really they, tall. They, they look like that. They're like they were. They were machine made in a factory. Um, they really do though. Mm-hmm. But there's this new. I, so I'm starting at like the newest episodes and working my way back. I made the mistake of watching like the first episode ever, and like Uh-oh. they look, they are rough. They Uh-oh. like they look like like lanky teenagers who like haven't come into their own yet. It's really cute. <laughs> but um, there is a same sex male couple that they like. There's it's always a couple that they help find a new house. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like a, a gay couple. Oh, my and God. It's like gay people exist in the media. It's crazy. Thank they're, you. They're treated super well. Like it, it's never it's it's just never made into a thing. So good. and like they they joke with them the same way they joke with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, but they're not like, you know, inappropriate jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just nice. Oh, my and God. It's it was just a nice episode. It's so see. nice seeing gay people treated like actual human beings. I know. And then I started thinking about that and I was like, oh, that's sad that I have to be happy <laughs> oh, yeah. when we're treated well. Oh, oh no. yeah. It's such a special situation when we aren't, yeah. you know, hate crimed. Oh, yeah. But it was cute. It was nice. And I guess a lot of them take place in Nashville is, okay. the, is the vibe I get. I don't know if that's a I don't know why. Or what the sitch is there, but well, the, aren't the property brothers from Canada? Didn't they grow up in like Calgary or some shit? I think they're from Canada, yeah. But for whatever reason, like all of the property stuff that they do is in the U.S. Maybe that's why they're so nice to gays. It's because everyone's nice in fucking Canada, and they well, imported them. I don't know about that. I've met some Canadian bitches. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Justin Bieber's from Canada for one oh, thing. Oh fuck! So. Never mind. I don't. Is think Katy Perry can... from Canada? No, she's from. She's from somewhere know. else. She She's... was like a gospel singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was homophobic. We're not going to jump into this. We jump into this was? every other fucking... Okay. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes, mm-hmm. also is still currently. Well, anyway, Allegedly. I, I just, I just ruined a good thing. Just, just speaking her name, I just fucking ruined. I de- derailed the you entire know, goddamn thing. I can never give my Sims blue hair because it just reminds me of her. She oh, ruined wow. blue hair for me. Wow. R.I.P. I know. I feel so bad for your make-believe people. Thank you. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> feel so bad. Okay, so you've been They're watching not Property really Brothers. Some of them are just me, okay? In different wigs. Well, you have Barbara, to, Kim Barley. You have to have different Sims for all your different personalities. That's true. That's true. Now <laughs> I have cats. In my Sims. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, anyway, should we should we move on from this shit and do our favorite things or whatever? Oh, sure, let's do it. These are a few of our favorite things. Um, I'm gonna go first because I feel like mine isn't very exciting. Um, sure. Uh, my favorite thing this week is a YouTube channel, and it's it's not. Oh, Sam, you shouldn't have. <sighs> Every fucking time Uh-oh. we have to go through this, Joe. <laughs> Joe, I unsubscribed from you years ago, honey. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh, uh, you shouldn't have watched me in the first place. <laughs> I know, girl. I know. Oh. Um, All right, what is it? Joe and I have talked in the past about like how we go through periods of like conspiracy video situations. Yeah. And um, conspiracy videos on YouTube definitely go into that cheapo top five, top 10 list territory that like there's a top five, top 10 list for literally everything, anything you could imagine. It's probably auto generated and it's on YouTube. But um, a lot of uh, like conspiracy theory videos or whatever they are in, they're like list videos. But regardless, I found a... um, 
a YouTube channel that's pretty good that I've really enjoyed. Mm. Um, and it has like it's 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 kind of like a it's not really like a top five situation in the sense that it's like bad. It's like a good one of those channels. Um, and it's called Criminally Listed. I would give you the YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com slash UCS3IF. They don't Uh-oh. doesn't work anymore. You're going to have to Google or YouTube search Criminally Listed. They have like 214,000 subscribers. So they're like a small channel, you could say. Um, but yeah, no, they're really good. They have um, the the narrator is like this. He's kind of Canadian. There's some things that he says that makes him sound Canadian. But um, it's very like dark they have really good background music that's really eerie and creepy um they explained these like unsolved mystery like murder mystery cases pretty well um and i just wanted to give them a shout out because uh maybe i'm fucked up for doing this but i I like to fall asleep to these like of people talking about like mass murder is that something weird am i fucked up no i mean well you you mention it all the time (laughs) Uh, yeah so maybe i should (laughs) talk about it instead of keeping it super quirky i'm so quirky i love like murder Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. We fall asleep listening to like philosophy podcasts. Oh my god, that would put me to sleep, girl. That puts it puts me to sleep, girl. Oh my god. Um, I need to find us some like good. What was the name of the channel again? It's called Criminally Listed. It's definitely it a list channel. Like I don't know. There's it's like pictures. All the, lists are bad, Sam. All lists are bad. Not all lists. All lists matter. <laughs> Um, not my list. Not my list. God. <laughs> um, but I've blown through a lot of these videos, and I really enjoy them. Um, so if oh. you if you're into this sort of shit, if you're into like unsolved mysteries or like murder mysteries or like unsolved whatever sort of mysteries, um, in list form, you should check out criminally listed because it's a youtube channel that like i don't know it's it doesn't have a robot voice narrating things in the background it doesn't have like a 14 year old boy narrating in the background it's like decent quality not embarrassing to watch criminally listed on youtube if you're into it and you want to get creeped out um or fall asleep to like creepy music and people talking about murdering people um check it out if you're like me and weird. So there you go. That's my favorite thing. Congratulations. It looks cool. The production value looks good from what I'm, I'm watching. I'm a mute right now. Oh, but okay. oh you're so respectful. Yeah. So respectful of this podcast, honey. Um, so oh, the- I love this one. They got this stock footage of this old fan. Oh yeah. Really good stock footage. <laughs> really good. Top quality stock. Oh, footage. really tells me the story. Mm-hmm. I'm, they're painting the it's picture It's a really immersive right experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there no, it you looks go. really good. It if you guys good. want to check it out, it's called once again criminally listed. I would give you the YouTube channel URL, but it's like a billion characters long because that's how YouTube is these days. So just Google search or YouTube search criminally listed. I recommend it. I feel like it's a good it's a good channel to do that stuff with or whatever. Congratulations. There you go. What's your favorite thing, Joe? Mine is something I both love and hate. Oh, I love the these. Term. I love like a favorite hate thing. I hate it so much. Mm. It is. I think I talked about it in a previous podcast. So several months ago, me and Justin tried to start watching Riverdale. Oh, God. Which is that show. It has Archie and Veronica and Betty and Jughead. It's mm-hmm. those characters from like the Archie comics. But that's it's not them at all. Yeah, They're it's in... like it's like disrespectful to the comics. I've heard. Well, 
I don't know if it's disrespectful. It's a murder mystery, though. Oh, okay. It is. It's not like the perfect world of the Archie comics, which mm. and I've never read them. So that's the, the impression I always got from Archie comics. But it's like someone gets murdered. It has like teen pregnancy. Ooh, you know, drama. Heaven forbid. High school I know, drama. drama. Um, I really, we watched the first episode and I was like, I'm not watching this ever again. Because for mm. one, there was a, a, a gay character. I can't have gay characters in my shows. Just kidding. No. It was portrayed so poorly Mm. his name is kevin and he was just like immediately upon finding out he's gay one of the characters is like oh my god be my best friend and i'm like i just i've got to turn this off stop it gotta go um and so i was like i never want to watch this again but over thanksgiving weekend uh when we were in new york justin was like oh let's 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 continue watching and let's see what's up Uh uh-oh so we watched like episodes two and three and i was like uh I don't hate it as much. Mm. It's, it's, so it's not all problematic. They do a whole episode on like slut shaming. Okay. They like bring down the football team, mm. or, which is interesting. It's kind of like a watered down version of a real life issue. It's definitely watered down. Mm-hmm. The gay character Kevin eventually gets like kind of a romantic interest but it's not a good relationship and so that part of me is like why can't a gay character just have a good relationship Mm -hmm. um but the mystery part of it is really intriguing like the whole this whole season is about who murdered jason blossom this Mm. kid they went to high school with um so it's like it's like a flower but it's wrapped in a turd it is it's it's a it's a turd wrapped okay. in a flower okay okay so like the, the bottom so you're, if it's a turd wrapped in the flower then the essence of the show is shit yeah but, okay okay but okay. it does it's and i would say the flower part that it's wrapped in is it's visually fucking stunning okay I hate Archie, though. Listen to this. Okay. Don't get me started. I'm going to get started anyway. (laughs) Okay. He's a white boy. Mm -hmm. He plays guitar. Oh, wow. He wants to be a musician. He just picked up the guitar for the first time. He wants to be a musician. Mm -hmm. He's on the football varsity team. He Mm -hmm. turned down being captain. Okay. He's dumb as a fucking brick. He fucks everything up. Mm -hmm. And I hate it because he's allowed to fuck everything up. That is every other character. That is the epitome of straight white male privilege. He is the worst character ever. I hate him so much. After every episode, I'm like, I hate Archie so much. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing I always say when an episode is over is, Justin, I hate this show. Let's watch another one. See, that's, you know, I've experienced that with another show called Vampire Diaries. I hate watching that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I talked about it in the podcast a long time ago, but my sister got me hooked on it when I was on like Vicodin after I got my wisdom teeth taken out. So I was like in my chair, couldn't move. And she's like, let's start watching Vampire Diaries. So that's how I got hooked. Um, Mm. And then it was like, it was one of these situations where it's like, I just want to know what happens at the plot, but I don't want to watch the shit show that has to happen in order for me to know what's happening in the plot. So I hate watching it for a while. And then I just like, I finally gave up on it. Um, And then I just like read the synopsis for like the final season. (laughs) And then I was like, okay. But I stuck with it for like four or five seasons of hate watching it. And it was it it was it took a toll on my mental health definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I I my roommate started watching Riverdale with some friends and they couldn't do it. Um, they thought it was too bad and they they couldn't they couldn't finish it up. So it's it's kind of reminds me of the OC. Okay. And I was addicted to the OC, so I guess this has roots. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I don't hate all the characters. I really like Betty and Jughead and Veronica. Okay. I, Archie just really rubs me the wrong way. He's mm-hmm. just 
stupid. It's like there's never been a character like Archie ever before, ever. God, he's just, it, it's, I don't know if they're like trying to make him this stereotype to point out how stupid he is. I don't want to give them that much credit. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, are I, they trying to be super meta with this or? Yeah. I can't figure it out because I'm like, who could write a character this stupid and basic and stereotypical mm-hmm. and i will say the treatment of kevin the gay character gets gets better okay um like at first i was like oh he's not gonna have a storyline at all he's gonna be the gay best friend that's it mm-hmm. he turns out to be a lot more involved that's and good. his dad is the sheriff Ooh, and daddy. like super accepting of him which is great like his dad's like oh you know like aren't there any like super cool guys at school for you to go to the dance with and you know stuff like that and i'm like oh that's cute progress um progress progress but then it's like it's like a step forward two steps back yeah yeah it doesn't make up for the shit that it that's yeah that's you know the flower is wrapping currently yeah people have tried to tell me that like and i find this to be a little truth some of the stereotypes in the show are like mega enhanced Mm -hmm. and some people are trying to be like oh that's because they're making fun of them and i'm like is it really is it though or is it it just mainstream television is it because they're lazy yeah yeah so i i haven't figured it out yet we're on like episode nine of the first season the Mm. second season i think is it like is airing right now. I think it airs on USA, but it's mm-hmm. on Netflix too. Okay. So um I don't know if I can recommend it. If you want to get addicted to something shitty, go for it. You're just like, I mean, I'm I don't I wouldn't tell you to start, you know, shooting up heroin, but if you wanna get addicted <laughs> to something shitty, then like heroin's then out it. there. Sure. Go for it. You know? If <sighs> you want to ruin your life, watch Riverdale. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my God. If Just you want to ruin your life. What else have you been watching? I, I started watching. I talked about this a long time ago. Um, and by a long time ago, I mean like a couple weeks. Um, I talked about like that new Western on Netflix, Godless. Um, with, oh, yeah. With Michelle Dockery. I thought I was going to really like it. It's not bad, but it's it's just like it's I'm no tainted go. because like the last uh, uh, like Western I guess it's a Western that I watched was Westworld, which is a sci-fi like Western show. It's like a it's a hybrid. It's different. And Westworld was amazing. So I'm watching Godless and I'm just like thinking to myself, oh, God, I just really want more Westworld. Like I'm comparing it to that, which I shouldn't because like Godless isn't sci-fi at all. It's like an actual traditional Western Um but it just—I felt like that it—it—it's it, it, moving too slow for me. I thought it was going to be something else uh, when I started watching. Yeah. It. I thought it was going to be more involved. Like, thought it was going to be more of a feminist story because, like, I don't know—that's kind of where my brain went to. Being that it's like a town full of women because all the men died or most of the men died in the coal accident. So all the women had to like be independent or whatever. I thought it was going to be more. The story was going to be more involved with that part of the storyline. And it's not really that. It's more of like, oh, we're hunting a, a bandit for like the entire season. And I'm just like, OK, well, so it's like like every other Western ever made ever in the entire world. Mm. But it's like it's not bad. It's the it's well shot. The acting's really good. It's just slow paced, and I I had different expectations for it. So it's like yeah, okay. So that's always sad. I don't know. But other than that, I've been, I told you I was watching uh, This Is Life with Lisa Ling. That was my favorite thing a couple months ago. That just ended its season, and it uh, the last episode was a. Um, it was a documentary on these trans women that were in uh, like a Thai beauty pageant. It's like Miss World something. And it's all it's like a bunch of these. Uh, they're all trans women and they all compete 
in this beauty competition and like it was a really really good story um and like they followed a bunch of like a, a, a bunch of these girls in doing this beauty competition and how like stressful it is and like but like how they all could relate because they're all trans they all like went through that same struggle it was super good but i feel like i'm running out of shows i need like good ideas of things to watch over like christmas break do you have any good ideas uh, atypical. If you haven't seen that, oh, that's right. Really yeah, that good. was your favorite thing one week, and you said it was really yeah. good. I definitely need that, to watch that. Just watch Riverdale. Soon. No, I'm not going to do that to myself. Fucking do it. No, I'm not. That's like that's like giving me a revolver and putting the bullet in yourself and saying, "Pull the trigger, Sam. It won't hurt." It's like playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded gun. Okay. <laughs> It is. You get hurt every single time. Every time. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Nobody survives. <laughs> Nobody that survives show. Riverdale. Can when I you tell watch you? It. I'm going to spoil a little storyline for you. It's not even a spoiler because it's in like the first two episodes. Okay. Archie is having a relationship with a, a sexual relationship with a teacher. Oh, that's all I knew about Riverdale. He's like 16 in the show. And it's like, okay, like it's an okay thing, right? Because he's, yeah. he's a dude, right? Even when it's up? found out, okay, this is major, major Riverdale spoilers. It's it's zipped up and tied up nicely in one episode, in like over one episode. They're just okay. like, oh, don't do that again. Boys will be boys. And it's like, he doesn't have the mental capacity to consent in this relationship. He's 16. It's obviously a power, power play. part of a power situation. because She's also like tutoring him. And I'm like, this is rape. This is this rape. This is rape. She should go to jail. She is a child predator. <laughs> this is bad. Oh my I don't. God. I don't it, that is the worst storyline ever. And not only is it the worst storyline ever, it has nothing to do with anything. Oh, it's great. Just they, just, they just put it in there just because it's like quirky and fun. From what I can tell, it has no purpose to the overarching, like, find out who murdered Jason. It's like, how do we get people to watch Riverdale? Oh, we'll do a hot for teacher episode the first couple episodes. Oh, it is cringy. It is cringy. And I know all of uh the all of the actors are like in their early 20s, I think, Mm -hmm. which they're playing like 16, 17 year olds. They're playing high school people. They're playing high schoolers. They're playing high school people. So in the in the in uh, your brain is like, oh, that's a 20 year old with probably someone who's like, I mean, the teacher looks like my age. She looks like she's 29 or something. And so your brain is like, oh, that's fine. But then when you're like, oh, he's a 16 year old in this show. Then you're like, like, oh, there's the alarm. That's creepy. Yeah, that's like creepy and illegal and (laughs) and not okay. And not okay. And I don't I feel like if they had like, I don't know, if they had shown some sort of consequences that went along with it, I would have been like, okay, like, okay, this is a teachable teachable moment. Don't, you know, have statutory rape with a 16 year old. It is bizarre. Like that was the one storyline I couldn't wrap my head around. And uh, it's thankfully it seems to be over. But it was weird. Well, I won't watch Riverdale. You can just complain to me about <laughs> Riverdale and I'll support okay, you. I can do that. Me and Justin, we're going to make a Riverdale podcast. Oh, my God. Just shit talking Riverdale. <laughs> you could well, probably say everything you need to say in like one episode. It's like an I hour of just over. shitting all over Riverdale and then it's out of your system. Yeah, it's true. OK, sorry. It's my favorite thing. Oh, there you go. Your favorite hate it's thing. Over. Good hate. My favorite good, hate thing. Good hate, hateful favorite things <laughs> this week, whatever. Good favorite things. Etc. Um, so we've got an email question. We uh, may okay. just do this one this week. Yeah, we're running um, low, low on time. So this is from Ryan from Scotland. Ryan says, um, 
well, the the subject is help me, I'm dying. And then it starts off, LOL, I'm not, but I'm sad and I need advice. My boyfriend broke up with me yesterday. And while I'm handling the emotions pretty well, it seems that my motivation has flown out my ass. I run my own fashion design business on the side and this lack of creative motivation obviously creates a problem. Both of you are creative people and I wonder if you've ever experienced this after a breakup. Also, my work is pretty isolating due to it just being me and a sewing machine and I get pretty lonely without someone to talk to. Both of your jobs are also isolating and I wonder if you have any tips for not letting the loneliness get to you. Thanks so much and lots of love, Ryan from Scotland. Well, thank you, Ryan. Good question. Yeah, Sorry you. for your breakup. Sorry for your breakup. Thanks for pointing out that our jobs are isolating. I mean, I feel like that's kind of <laughs> obvious, isn't it? Thanks for making me think about that. No, so, Joe, no. do you have any tips? Because I am horrible with this. I have to force myself out of the house. I did, like I didn't leave the apartment today, mm-hmm. which, and I could feel myself getting like kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can feel myself being like, oh, I'm a I'm a piece of shit. I didn't do anything. And mm-hmm. I know those are voices in my head that are not telling me the truth. Yes, exactly. But it also feels better if I just go like walk around the block, mm-hmm. or if I like go to the grocery store, pick up a couple things on our grocery list, or. Hey, go have lunch somewhere, yeah. you know, like, I guess that's really how I stay non-isolated. Justin is home every evening and that's nice. Mm-hmm. We usually watch Riverdale together. Ah! You know, ugh, it's the best. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, but I feel like that's a good tip um, in the sense of, of your your creativity stag is kind of become stagnant when you are stagnant. Like physically, oh, um, yeah. like Good when, because uh, like I mean I don't know I have I have therapy every other week and so that gets me out of the house and I also have grocery shopping I need to do when I go out I just went out to breakfast with my sister today because her and her boyfriend was in town. Um, giving yourself an excuse to like get out of your room, get out of your creative place because like your creative energy is gonna just. It's not always going to be there. It's going to, you know, it's not going to be around if you're just always in your room all the time. You need things to um, feed that energy. And I feel like for for me, I've I know that I feel better creatively when I leave my creative space. And unfortunately, my creative space is my room because I don't have another room that I like do things in. Um, So going outside, like Joe says, walk around the block, like listen, listen to some music, listen to a podcast, like going to do something out of your normal routine get out of your rut get out of the house um definitely helps me in in my opinion like i know that that has helped me in the past and it's something i need to do more of so i'm glad you brought this up because it's like needs to kick me into gear be like hey sam like you need to like you know get out of the house multiple times a day please like don't stay inside all the time and it's hard this time of year also because it's colder and it's darker and sometimes you don't want to leave the house when it's a fucking blizzard right so it's like you gotta you know use your time wisely in that sort of sense it's yeah like you're saying it's hard to do and like it's something i feel like that takes practice yeah, like it takes if it was if it was easy to... if it was in my routine i'd be doing it already but it's something i have to force myself to do to kind of yeah. get out of that you know like my default mode is wanting to be home totally like, and Same. be on my computer and not talk to people but i know that that's not healthy for me all the time mm-hmm. and so and like i feel that i feel it not being healthy for me when i have nothing to talk about when i don't have anything like i, I don't it makes me not even want to work, which exactly. is while I'm staying in in the first place. So then I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm just, and then it kind of spirals. Not doing anything, yeah, and then it kind of spirals. So mm-hmm. maybe even like signing up for a class or something, like, yeah, 
you sh- you could take French lessons. You oh could be god. like Amelie. I might I'm start Amelie. taking French lessons. That's oh my god, you should! Uh, I know. I want to. There's like a class in January. <gasps> um, but yeah, you, it's something you just have to like make yourself do. Mm-hmm. Kind of exactly. Yeah. Another thing that I learned takes practice is that your creative energy, like you can. You can just because you aren't being creative in one in one aspect of your life that you've always been creative in. In my situation, that's been music. I was super creative with music when I was like younger. And then I went to music school and it fucked me up. But I realized after like talking to people and just kind of living that like, oh, a lot of my creative energy has been in other aspects of my life, like doing the podcast. I've been you know, helping edit and do this podcast for like three years. Like that's where a lot of my creative energy has been and realizing that it's like, oh, it's not gone. It's just in a different aspect of my life right now. And maybe it'll get funneled back into that creative part in the future. What I'm telling you to do is to quit doing fashion and start speaking French. Like Joe said, we, 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 Nintendo, we, no, no, Ooh. none, none. So I guess, I guess the, the get out of the house, force yourself to get out of the house, walk around, um, get out of Do your it. creative space is is the the ticket. Do something new. Brush your teeth with the other hand. You mentioned that last week, and I feel like I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, you're supposed to like sort of switch things up, like pull the shower curtain the opposite way to get out of the shower. Oh my god! Wow, you're really thinking outside the box, aren't you? I know, honey. Hold your coffee mug in your opposite hand. Oh my god! You Hold know. it upside down. Hold it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. Uh, for you, yes. Okay. That's a good advice for you. Oh my god! Well, uh, thank you, Ryan. Uh, once again, sorry about your breakup, but um, you'll make it through. You'll power through, through like the rest of us. We believe in you. Sounds like you're on the right track. You were on the right track, bitch. Well, good good question. I think we're going to leave. We had a voicemail that we had, um, but I think we might. We'll save it. We'll save it. We might put a, play it next week. We always need more questions from you guys. Joe, that's your part. You say it. Yes, we always need more questions from you guys. Uh, send them to us. Text messages, emails, voicemails. Uh, we tell you how to do that in the outro. Anything. Yeah, anything. Please, There's... we got, we, we need more. Always, please, God, please. Exactly. And even stupid questions. Okay, even... I'm just going to say it. Stupid questions exist, first of all. Don't let, I know your high school teacher was like, oh, no questions are stupid. They are. There's no stupid but, questions but except for yours. It's fine, though. <laughs> They're stupid. It's fine. It's, it's great. fine. We it's need them. Please feed us. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons on our Patreon this week. And uh, we will see the rest of you guys next week. Yep. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com 
com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!